Welcome to the 101st episode of Ask Me About K-Pop, the essential guide for recent converts and seasoned fans alike. My name is Shannon. And I'm Angelica. And it's a new 100, so you just heard our new theme song. It's so good. A new, new, what, new year, new look. Yeah, <laughs> new 100, new sound. Um, yeah, thanks to my lovely husband, Wade, for writing that for us. If you couldn't tell what the song inspiration is, it's 2 p.m.'s Go Crazy. Uh, what what a perfect song choice. Thank right? you, Wade, for yet again <laughs> blessing our lovely show with It was 100% his idea. I love he it! He picked that song like that's what he wanted to do. I so. feel very seen by you, Wade. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, so I hope you guys can get used to, like, new theme song. Um, I'll, I'm sure I can find ways to use the old one for old time's sake. But I thought it would be fun to, like, hey, we're doing, we're still doing it. Freshen it up. Yeah. And it's time for our first deep dive of 2020. Yeah. And for our first deep dive of 2020, we're taking it back. Taking it back uh, for a group that's celebrating 10 years this year. So it felt appropriate. Absolutely. Um, if you haven't, couldn't tell from the title, today we are talking about, learning about, celebrating Infinite. Yeah, Infinite. A group I knew very, very little about. Yeah, let's let's talk about that, because um, I feel like whenever we do deep dives, it's important to contextualize where we're coming from, like yes. our understanding or familiarity with the group, because it colors like the it colors the absolutely d- delivery of and all. All, all of our deep dives. Hello. Welcome. If this is your first one, sure. <laughs> if you're an infinite fan and you came to like listen about your boys, I hope we I'm do sorry. them justice. <laughs> <laughs> um, but our deep dives always follow the same format. We talk about our own personal knowledge of them, give some basic statistics, a member rundown, yep. and then we go through, we're going to walk through their timeline from their debut all the way till today, which for Infinite will be 10 years. Yeah. Um, however, I w- knew very little about this second gen group. Like, what was your I feel like connection m- to them as you got into K-pop? Because we both got into K-pop yeah. in 2013. Yeah. So they'd been around. They were around. They were, I've been thinking about this a lot Lately, with like, you know, all of my groups from my time, quote unquote, like disbanding and being in the military and stuff and like second gen groups. Yes, yes, yes. Second gen thinking about my like second gen start and then this new like fourth gen where there's just like so many groups and so many people and there's just like not the same amount of like the variety shows the idol like I don't know Mm -hmm. the. Idol landscape is so different now. And when I was getting into K-pop, it truly felt like there were 10 boy groups and 10 girl groups. And like this was the K-pop. Sure. And so I knew Infinite because they were also on all of the like reality variety shows that all of my idols that I liked were on. They were in dramas I watched. Like Infinite was just like part of the landscape. Mm -hmm. But I never I honestly never was very familiar with them or their music. I know three of the members, but only from dramas and variety shows like I didn't yeah them otherwise yeah I was not familiar with their discography I just sort of like knew who they were in Mm -hmm. that sort of like like you said landscape of second gen groups that existed at the time um 
But I couldn't have named one of their songs. And I did, although I did expect to be more familiar mm-hmm. with their title tracks, which we'll get into when we go through their timeline. But um, the only thing I knew about Infinite, aside from the fact that they existed, uh, was Hoya's name and face mm-hmm. and Songyu's. Songyu or Songyu? Song, they spell it several different ways. Sure. Songyu's face and name because he was on Exciting India with Suho and Mino. Mm-hmm. But the only reason I watched that show is because Mino was on it. Right. And that's how I learned who Suho was. Right. Yeah. So it was just like they were around. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. Did you have an impression? Oh. This is sorry. This no, question ahead. just popped in my head because I really didn't know anything. Of, like I said, I couldn't have named you one of their title tracks, although I expected to be familiar with them. But as I was thinking about this episode when we were doing our research, I realized that I did not have a clear impression of, like, what their sound was. You know what I mean? Like, what did you think their concept was? I remember thinking that their concept, like, I don't know, they just had that kind of, like, slick second-gen K-pop boy thing with, like, leather vests and tall hair. Mm -hmm. And, like, I don't know, they just sort of had that that K-pop-y image, and I think— a uh, way I described it to you in a text last night is that I think Infinite's music is just like very, very Korean. It's like that very Korean sounding K-pop. Um, like their vocalists sing, they have like trot like trot affectations in mm-hmm. the like way that their like main vocalists like sing. And I feel like the chord progressions, there's just something very like K-pop about mm-hmm. Infinite's music. Um, and so I think. I don't, I, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I lost myself. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Their sound was like very, very specific. But what did but you? But not but, hooky in the same. I don't know. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say like that was their. Yeah, I guess that was their sound. But what was their image? For like for me, they were in watching all of their music videos and like title tracks. I found them to be a lot more 2 p.m. than mm. I expected. Like, I don't think I expected them to be, because you kept te- ta- blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you kept texting me about their ballads, so I almost expected more of like a 2 a.m. vibe mm. because I knew Songyu was a vocalist, but like I said, that's literally all I knew about them aside from Hoya's was in Infinite H because we did the subunit right. thing, so like I knew that. But yeah, so I don't know. I didn't expect them to be as, um, they were like a younger 2PM, like 2PM's little brothers is what I wrote during one of their music videos. And I feel like it's an accurate. It definitely is. There's a song of some of their, there's stuff. a song that will come up later that whenever that song comes up on like a shuffle or something, when it starts, I think it's a 2PM mm-hmm. song. Because yeah. they sound similar enough. Yeah, I think they do have like a 2 p.m. plus 2 a.m. vibe because yeah, 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 yeah. Their title tracks are like cool guy stuff. We'll get into it, but there's so much like violence in their music videos. It's mm-hmm. like a very like tough, dramatic vibe yeah. that I wasn't expecting. Like they do not. They're not like cutesy, pretty. There's yeah, they're not very. Cutesy. There was only angsty. one thing, one title track of theirs that was cutesy. Yeah, so it's like very angsty, but they are like. I feel like they are a vocal, like a vocalist group Mm -hmm. mostly. And if you look at their like album layouts or whatever, on almost all of their albums, there are multiple solo tracks from like 
like solos from different members. Mm. Um, and they're mostly like ballady because they're all very good at singing. Yeah. I think that vocal strength makes them like a smoother 2 p.m. You know, like yes. that's the 2 a.m. that's swirled in there because they have uh, they some of them can just really sing. They really can sing. And the smooth I feel like the smoothness also really translates into their choreo. Yes. I don't know how much you got to watch, but all like, of it. Great. They there's some they do this like very smooth legs. Like I don't yes, know, just a like lot gliding. of smooth, like run de jams and like so legs. many like layouts. <laughs> yes. Like soft, like uh, where it's like a ripple through the body. So many body rolls. They were really fun to watch. Yeah, so we really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think we'll get into it and you guys can hear for yourselves and and watch along. And let's see if you like agree with our assessment. But, yeah. But um, one of the things, I guess I'll just bring it up early before we like get into it. But one of the reasons that I wanted to do this episode and was always curious about Infinite is that a, a thing I've heard out in the universe, like this isn't a fact, it's like an opinion that some people have. Um, is that people thought that Infinite was, like, on the way to being the boy group mm. before Exo Growl came out and kind of, like, destroyed the idea of how much something could sell. Mm. Like, that was so crazy, and then no one could ever catch up to Exo. But people think that, like, that was Infinite's trajectory and that, like, maybe they could have been so much bigger than they mm. were. Um, and so, I don't know, I've always, like been interested in it is from that angle of like oh what happened um but i watching it i don't think it was any fault of infinite at all i think it was just like xo was really popular <laughs> yeah and i think it like didn't as i mean i don't know if it dampened their trajectory in any way but like going through their discography everything went to like number one two or three like they were doing fine it's not like they ever had a moment where they just like where they just crashed. like dipped or crashed yeah this this thankfully is not going to be like a tr situation where we like didn't know anything about the group except and that ended it ended sad. in sadness <laughs> and infinite did not end in sadness in no. fact it ha well it hasn't ended and also like I'm just really proud of them for all going into the military at like a reasonable time. And I know. We'll talk about that. We'll talk too. about it. Okay, so let's get into it. Let's <laughs> meet Infinite. Let's see what let's see what's up. So Infinite is a Sember they debuted as a seven member boy group. Mm -hmm. They currently only have six. Um their fandom name is In Spirit. Yes. Which is cute. And their fan color is Pearl Metal Gold. Not sure how something can be a pearl and a metal, but it's fine. I, I it invokes imagery. Yeah, it's it very. Makes, it must be very shiny. Yeah, it makes me think of like a gold. Yeah, I guess just like gold with a pearl, pearl sheen <laughs> on it. Inter in instead of a metallic sheen, I don't know. It sounds pretty though. They debuted in 2010 with Woolam Entertainment, um, and they overall, throughout their 10 years so far, have won 35 awards, uh, 68 nominations, including seven golden discs. They've won seven golden discs between 2012 and 2017, four mamas between 2013 and 2014, and overall, so far, they have released six full albums, six EPs, 47 music videos, which I found to be a very large yeah. number and 29 singles. Yeah, it's a lot of music. It's a lot of music. A lot of music. Um, so it's time to meet the members. Yes? yes. Um, and I put them all in age order. I did not remove like 
any, I didn't like move Hoya to the bottom, like a pr- member profile. Like I'm just going to read them through in Okay. Order. I did, okay. but I'll just flip. <laughs> only because I used the member profile. Right. Not, no shade. <laughs> like just, that's yeah. the order that it was written. Um, so prepare yourself now. There are three members in this group whose names start with Sung. So just get, yeah. you got to get that in, in your head already. But I've learned all of their names and faces. I did it. I have not. There are some of their names and faces that I, d- no, there's only two members that have the song in their name. There's three. Sung oh yeah, Song Jong. Sorry. Song I missed him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Okay. So our leader, his name is Sung Yu. And he is one of the main vocals. His birthday is April 28, 1989. And Kim Sung-kyu is his birth name. Mm-hmm. Um, we like to ju- try to describe the members. And I feel like sung has a very distinct face that's very easy to pick out. Because he has worried eyebrows that like yes. knit together and tip up a little bit. And then he has teeny tiny comma eyes that mm-hmm. tip down so he has this like very like emoji face like his expression is always like I don't know yeah That's I cute. agree I think he's his I mean I did also like he was the only one I knew because I watched him on a show so I learned <laughs> his face very well but his is the I think the easiest face to pick out I wrote he has really small eyes and like an oval face and a round little like mushroom nose yes and a little pouty mouth and Mm -hmm. yeah he He usually has bangs he he usually has pretty tame hair that's true that's true Mm -hmm. um his nickname is grandpa yeah and he's like a very exhausted leader we like i wrote down we know him from the exciting india show Mm -hmm. uh he debuted as a soloist in 2012 um he released an album in 2018 as well and um, he's fresh out of the military already. Yeah, he went in 2018 May, and he just came out January 2020. Congratulations, Songyu. Yes. Um, next in line is Dongwu. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the main rapper and main dancer. Yes. Birthday November 22nd, 1990, and Zhang Dongwu is his birth name. Um, the only thing I wrote down to describe him, because I feel like it's all you need, is he has really big teeth. Yeah. <laughs> giant teeth. And, like, you could see him from, like, from a mile away. Because he has a big old teeth. Um, he also, I noticed, is much shorter than he looks. Like, oh. if you just look at a still picture of him, he's, like, broad-shouldered, and his, like, face is, like, mm-hmm. very angular, and his teeth are so big that you, like, think, think he would of be him tall, really but he's tall. not very tall. Mm. Like, 10, he's, like, a sneaky short person. Yeah. I mean, 10 is average. He's, like, 5'10". But, like, next up, like, in Super M, he's, like, the smallest. Sure. But I feel like in a, I always say that, like, a picture of 10, he looks That's like true. You always think taller. he's really small, and then you see him next to Lucas, and you're like, why is he a pocket <laughs> person? Um, yes. Yes. So, so Dongwu's small. I just wrote teeth <laughs> with Sehun eyebrows. Oh, yes, he does he have has, like, eyebrows. long, because they're just in a straight line. Mm-hmm. Uh, he j- he trained at JYP for a long time. Mm-hmm. And he went to school with Schumann, a.k.a. Minsock from EXO. Um, from what I gathered from all of the videos and the One Weekly Idol I was able to watch, uh, he has a very immature sense of humor. He's like the butt grabber and the one that like mm. makes himself laugh really hard. Okay. Um, and his other thing is that he can sleep through anything. I watched a compilation of like the other members like moving him to other rooms <laughs> and squirting him with water and playing music in his ear and riding on his face. And he just like sleeps whoa so that's an interesting thing about dong that, that would stress me out if i slept that hard 
Um, you have to have a lot of trust <laughs> in the people that you're sleeping with uh, or sleeping around. Um, I wrote that he has a lot. He's done a lot of musicals, which I thought was funny or interest, not funny, but like interesting because yes. he is the rapper. Mm-hmm. Um, so like when I I had forgotten that he was the rapper because I w- by the time I started listening to all of the music because I did all the memory right. research first. And he's done so many musicals and he was on the Masked Singer um, and he's in a subunit, Infinite H. But the Infinite H stands for hip hop and he is one of the rappers. So like I I always forgot that he was a rapper. Mm-hmm. So apparently he also has a very good singing voice. Well, there you go. Um, next in line is Wu Yan. Uh, he is the main vocal, the lead dancer, and he was the temporary leader when Sungyu was in the military. Mm-hmm. His birthday is February 8th, 1991, and Nam Woo Hyun is his birth name. Yeah, not a lot of stage not names a lot. in this group. Um, he has, he's cute. Um, he, <laughs> he also, him, him and Elle, I think, look this close, like the yes, similar I, ha- I haven't. I haven't learned how to tell them about it. But Wu Hyun's face is wi- a little bit wider, and then his chin goes like down and then straight across. Whereas mm. like L has more of an oval face all the way around. Yeah. So like his face has like more, more angles, angles at the bottom. But they both have those cute puffy eyes with the like cute little puffy eye bags underneath. Yeah, I wrote that he has uh, like a handsome baby face. Because I feel like his I just saw a lot of a his cheeks like, are big, right? Like I saw a lot of pictures of him where I thought he just looked really young, handsome, but like very young. Um, and then he, I feel like he has distinctive, he has like a distinctive shape to his eyelids, but I couldn't describe them. They like kind of go down. Yeah. He kind of looks like Rain in the way that the 2 p.m. Oh, boy yeah. kind of looks like Rain, mm-hmm. Juno. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wrote he has a big bottom lip. Totally. All of those things. Um, Wu Hyun is the other half of Two Heart, which yes. was a weird subunit that Key from Shiny did. Mm-hmm. He was also in a subunit called Dramatic Blue, which had Joe Kwan from 2AM, Yosob from Beast, Gio from M Black, and Neil from Teen Top. We talked about those dazzling color or the color groups in our year-end episode at the end of 2018. Oh, that's what those. Yes, were remember for. there was like the yeah, red yeah, one yeah. with like Hannah and the and all white that. one. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the red and the white were girls. Dynamic and the black, and black and yeah. like yep, 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 yeah. yep, yep. Um, he's also released a solo album in 2016, um, and his, the members call him Chef. He had he put out he also put out a song last March or last last spring. That's good. Very good. Um, he's done tons of musicals. Yeah. I wrote that he sings like Honky from FT Island. Like he's got that like big, powerful vibrato. Like, mm. I don't know. Like it's this very dramatic, like very inherently like Korean way of singing that you just don't hear anywhere else. Um, Fun fact. He says that his singing icon is Stevie Wonder. Okay. Sure. Yeah. He's, he's definitely like. One of the singers in mm-hmm. this group, he, um, and yeah, he's the he's the lovey eggio baby one of the group. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, then next in age order is Hoya. Let me turn the page. Sorry, <laughs> that's okay. If you haven't gathered, <laughs> Hoya is the member who left. Um, he was the main dancer and the lead rapper. Mm-hmm. Birthday March twenty eighth, nineteen ninety one. Mm-hmm. His birth name is Lee Ho Dong. Then he changed it to Lee. Ho Won, but mm-hmm. his stage name is Hoya. Yes. 
Um, I it was I tried to like make myself re-describe Hoya because again, I know him from one of my favorite dramas ever. So like he's just Hoya. I know what he looks right. like. But he has like a very square head and his ears kind of stick out a little bit and his eyebrows are so distinct. He has like Yeah, big he has really distinctive eyebrows. eyebrows. He kind of always looks like he's frowning. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he's usually got a big dance break. He's in the middle. Yeah. Sun's out, guns out, lots of tank tops. Oh on yes. Hoya hates sleeves. <laughs> so he's he's in it all. Yeah. I wrote that down a lot. He is the beefiest one, I would say. Mm, probably, yeah. I think just like on he's got he's yeah. naturally stockier mm-hmm. than the others a little bit, I think. Yeah. Also, there skinnies. is a point in his timeline where one of my only notes is Hoya is beefy. So <laughs> <laughs> So look forward to that. Um Hoya has a third degree black belt in Taekwondo. Ooh. And like I said, we know him from playing the closeted gay friend on Reply 1997, and he's really good at it and he like makes me cry. Yeah, he's so a very he'll just good always actor. be soft in my heart because of that show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's very handsome, um, and not just because he's one of the faces I've always known. <laughs> um, he was like I think we already mentioned he was in uh, the subunit Infinite H, which we talk more about in our subunit episode, um, and he was also in Dynamic Black, uh, which had different members of the same groups. So Jin Woon from Two AM, Gi Kwang from Beast, Lee Jun from M Black, and L Joe from Teen. Eljo. I yeah. always love laughing about Eljo. Um, okay. Like Scoops. <laughs> Scoops and Eljo. <laughs> they should do something. A scoop of ice cream? Um, okay. Next in line is Sung Yol. This is our yes. next song. Vocalist and lead rapper. Birthday, August 27th, 1991. Birth name, Lee Sung Yol. Um, so he has the longest face. That's like, what I wrote. If you I wrote just long look at face. him, long like rectangle, just like a rectangle face. Oh, I thought he had a round chin. I mean, it's but not, his face is long. But yes. you know what I mean? Like it's just like I saw yeah. him, and it was like if he were if he was a Muppet, he would have like a yeah rectangle face. Anyway, his nose is very long, mm-hmm. and his eyes are pretty wide set. But I also noticed when watching music videos and like getting to know their names or whatever, he gets the least amount of screen time. He felt he like the hidden does. member to me. He does, but he has one of the more distinctive faces to me. For so sure. even though I've seen him arguably the least amount, I know his face. Sure. Yeah. Because yeah. it is easy long. to point out. Mm-hmm. Um, he's done a lot of drama acting as well. Yeah. He was even in a feature horror film called Zero Megahertz that came out in 2019. Oh. I heard. I you feel- like scary movies. You should check it out. I feel like. Somebody else I know is in that. Maybe Yoonji is in that or something. Because I remember like a pink members posting about seeing it in the movie theater and everybody said it was too scary. Mm. I'll have to look. You should watch that. it. Um, so some personality things about Song Yeol. Uh, he, I wrote down, he is the one who does girl group dances, but not that well. <laughs> okay. Just like does them. And he's like generally very weird and embarrassing like, in all of the, like, again, all the meme videos I was watching, he's the one, like, rolling around on the floor, like, <laughs> off in the corner, like, doing something. He was just generally the weird one, I okay. would say. That's funny. Um, I read that he had originally planned to be an actor, and uh, he has a brother and golden child. Oh, cool. And he, what I thought was really cute, because there was, like, so much stuff about his, he's done so much acting, um, and he's, I guess, like, really into movies, and he said that, if he had a girlfriend, the first thing he wanted to do is hold hands at the movies. Aww. And I thought that was so cute. That's cute. He's in a subunit, Infinite F, 
And the F stands for face. Oh, interesting. <laughs> All right, next in line is L. Mm-hmm. And this is stylized as single a single capital letter L, just yes. so you know. Uh, he is the visual and the face. Yeah. <laughs> Which He's, is not usually, people don't usually get to be both. Yeah, but, but he is very handsome. Oh my God, I, he's so I cute. really couldn't, des- I like couldn't describe him except very handsome and one dimple. I like he, didn't know how else to point out the features. He like, I don't looks, know. He just looks good. <laughs> like so many people. Like, yes, in every together. picture, he looked like a different person to me. But I think the person he looks most like is oh, why can't I remember his name right now? That one from For Prize, that was on Roommate. <gasps> oh, uh, not Kang Jun. Yes. Yeah, Kang Jun. Lee Kang Jun. No. Prize. I think you're right, but now I want to know because it just hit me. Because I thought that he kind of looks like Jin Young from GOT7, but like not really. Oh, but yeah. But he no, might look more like, like I think he looks like Kang Jun. Surprise Kang Jun. Pull up yes. a side by side. And then in <laughs> L. Oh, yeah. That picture. Look at that. Right. That's like that a, picture. Yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. And like that picture, maybe it's an maybe their eyes are really similar mm-hmm. because his mouth is different. But I feel like his eyes might be really similar. Yeah. Anyway, he yeah he has one dimple. Mm-hmm. He's so cute, He's but he also handsome. looks really young. There's just like even now, there's something about like him and Wu Hyun both look very like young. forever young. <laughs> um, he. Yeah, I just wrote, he pretty. Um, <laughs> his uh, L is one, of, so he's one of the only ones with a stage name. His real, his given name is Myung-soo. Yes. Oh, right. I'm sorry. We got so distracted when we I got said distracted he was the visual. His yes. His birthday is March 13th, 1992. Mm-hmm. His real name is Myung-soo. Yes. Um, he's done a lot of drama acting, and he's one yes. of the ones that I knew because early rec time, there's a Netflix drama called One More Time that I watched that he is the star of. Um, And it's like a very short drama. I think it's only six episodes maybe. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's like a tragic Groundhog Day story where he keeps wake. He like keeps living the same day over and over again. And then he realizes at the end of the episode that his girlfriend who he just broke up with dies every day. Like he relives every day, but she's dying every day. And there's like a little girl in a red coat and she's like the demon that's like the demon godmother that's like walking him through his like, hell living his life over and over i liked it i thought it was good oh my god that sounds horrible it was very i sad, would not I enjoy that it. i would not enjoy that i at liked all. it nope um no. <laughs> uh another thing about l i wrote liking the color black is part of his personality like, okay it's one of those people um he falls down and trips on stage a lot. Oh dear. There are so many videos of him just like eating shit, like tripping <laughs> oh, no. over his own feet. Um, and then part of his like intro, like his nickname, like he calls himself Cold City Boy. So like, mm. yeah, he okay. wears black and he's a cold city boy. And I wrote down, I saw this clip of him from like an infinite concert where he's like shredding on electric guitar. And then he like looks at the camera and he like winks. Like, oh dear. Yeah. He's a lot. Oh, dear. He's also the only one on Instagram, and you can follow him at Kim underscore MSL. Great. 
probably going to do that. <laughs> um, I read that he has naturally curly hair, which I think is cute. He like doesn't wear it curly very often, at least not from what I saw Mm-mm. on stage. Um, but as a curly haired person, I like seeing other people wearing their naturally curly hair. He's also in the face infinite subunit, infinite mm-hmm. F, he because he is there. the face. He belongs there. Um, okay, lastly, it's time for our maknae and our last song name, Sung Jong, mm-hmm. is the maknae of Infinite. Um, his birthday is September 3rd, 1993, and his birthday is Lee, or his birth name is Lee Sung Jong. Um, his face is also extremely distinct in that he looks yeah. like a goddamn doll. He has these big, mm. like sparkly, dreamy, like puppy eyes that even in like still photos, it's just like, <gasps> like, I don't know. And his little mouth turns up He and his button nose. He just looks like a doll. Yeah. He, I wrote cheekbones. <laughs> he has like distinctive cheekbones and a very square jaw. I would argue like the squarest jaw in the group. Um, and he usually has the wildest hair. Yes, for sure. His hair got to be like long a couple of times. Mm, yeah, I love. He looked so. He looks so good with that long blonde hair. I think yeah, this that's, like over oh, one eye. So thing. pretty. I think he's so so pretty. But look at these big giant. Like I don't know. His eyes are just so like yeah. giant. It's like he has a yang yang quality to me, yes. or yang yang has a him quality. I suppose. Yes, the older the older person mm-hmm. gets yeah, the yeah, credit. Yeah. Um. And so, they're both maknae, so it works. That, yes. like, sparkly, dumb baby eye. Uh-huh. And he is definitely, like, an evil, evil maknae, like, <laughs> in the way that maknae's can be. Um, and I, when I was looking for things about him, um, there's a crazy amount of footage of him in drag. <laughs> like, he loves doing girl group dances, but in, like, full drag. Ooh. He has a good face for no, drag makeup. No, he looks makeup. like, well, he never wears the makeup, oh. so he just looks like, um, like, he looks so much like a man in a dress. It's oh. really wild, <laughs> but he's, like, really good at the girl group dances. Oh, that's But, like, without bad. the makeup, his face, I don't know, it's really funny, but he, he's very good at girl group dances, and there's a lot of videos mm. of him doing them. In full costume and wigs and everything. Fun. So, well, if he's gonna wear a wig, he might as well do the costume. I know. The makeup. Gotta do it all. Yeah. He's also in the, he's the third and final member of Infinite F for face. Um, and I, his member profile is the shortest one. So I like didn't learn that much about him except that he's ambidextrous. And he says that his ideal type is, quote, someone who's chubby and cute, Aww. which I thought was really cute. It is cute. <laughs> Um, okay, so those are the members of Infinite. Mm-hmm. We've met them. And so now it's time to get into the timeline. To dive in. Get your floaties. Uh, um, so I didn't, I can pull up the specifics if I need to, but just know I that. The specifics. So need. pre-debut. Oh, I didn't write that okay. down. Okay. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> they are under the same uh, company as Epic High. Yes. I don't know if we've talked in depth about Epic High here before, but they're like a very hmm, important. We've definitely group. maybe in the first gen episode them. it came up. Yeah. I don't know, but anyway, Epic High. They're like a group of rappers, and they're very influential in the industry, and they write a lot of other people's music. And like mm-hmm. Epic High is important, so. Wulim, Epic High's under Wulim. And so pre-debut, Infinite members, like, are in Epic High music videos, mm-hmm. danced at their concert. Like, they were sort of, I, I don't know, they, like, shadowed Epic High pre-debut yeah. is all I was getting at. Um, and then on April 12th, 2010, a TV show called You Are My Opa came on, and it, that's where the um, members, the of members were, were introduced. introduced. Yes. 
So their official debut day is June 9th, 2010. Uh, their first mini album was called First Invasion. Mm-hmm. And the single was called Come Back Again. So this music video is interesting. I couldn't get a grasp on what they wanted because there's like teleporting in it, but just yeah. a little bit. And I don't know why. I <laughs> didn't watch the music video oh, okay. for this. I watched, so for most of, because choreo is my favorite. So right. I, I almost always try to watch the, um, just like a, the, a dance version or performance mm-hmm. or something. So I watched a performance version of this music video that's just the scene with the suits. Oh, that's really great because there's mm-hmm. another scene in this music video that I wrote down where they're wearing white jeans and ugly tucked in polo shirts and dancing in sprinklers. And I don't know why. Oh, that's weird. That really doesn't go with the rest of yes. the vibes. And then there's like some other scenes where like, um, also a note, like L is the star of every single music video. He gets mm. all the screen time and he's like, the hero of every music video. Well, he's the face. Yes. But he's like teleport, but he just goes like, like one of them's like reading a comic book on the couch and he like poofs from upstairs, like poof. And then I don't know, but I don't know why it happens or like, there's another music video where that happens. It's like super angsty. I hope I wrote it down, but like some, they like teleport and or like poof into smoke and like some of them catch fire almost like EXO style. I don't yeah. know. It was strange. But anyway, I, uh, to talk about the song, this the album peaked at number 10. Um, and the album, I mean, the song itself, I really like it. I think it's like... Yeah, it's fun. I like the funky, like, rock guitar in it. Um, the choreo is great. Yes. Like, I... Through, cool that is consistent is throughout great. all of everything I watched of Infinite. The choreo was super fun. This one starts with this like great lean to the side, which just like they all do it together. And it's it was funky and fun and I liked it. Yeah. So that was in June. And then in August, they put out a second single and it was just a single. And that was called She's Back. So this is that one and only instance we were talking about where they were trying to be like cutesy cutesy boys because the music video for this one is like a pool party, jet ski, beach, football music video. I didn't watch the music video for this. I watched a music show performance and it is and I it was just like dated cheesy gold. I wrote that they looked like 2PM's younger brothers, but I didn't hate it. They had like bright, like white like casual casual suits on <laughs> um but the choreo is fun again and like this song is cheesy but i like it i like it i like it so this one was written by a writing duo called sweet tune and they continue from here on out to write most of infinite's like title tracks mm. um but they wrote this with mithra jinn who is one of the members of epic high again there will be ah. some more of that as well um, this song debuted at 80 and went to 66, which was their highest yet. Um, and the album itself, I'm just noting because I'll cut to it in the next ones, but this album sold 5,000 copies in 2010. So their debut year, they sold 5,000 albums. And then we'll see what, ha- like, hmm, what happens Then I'm there. really surprised that, that that note I read about the album 
peaked at number 10. I wonder what year it peaked in number 10. That's what I wonder about year. too. Like I'm always like curious about chart that. positions if something came out and like peaked later. Let's see what the what the person who cuz there you have to Oh, there's no citation for this. Usually like on this one if I click this, it will take me to the gown page that like shows me this, but there's no citation for this peak position at 10. Mm. But like a weekly chart could mean that like at one point on one week it was number 10 at one point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I, that's the thing about like chart positions is it's very odd because they are constantly in flux. Yeah. And like, I don't know. And like on a weekly, daily basis, what does it like? How how much clout do you give like a chart rating or whatever, you know? I don't it's know. It's interesting because we always like we always bring it up. Yeah, in these we always episodes. mention it's it. Like, oh, I mentioned the chart positions, but like, I don't know. I'm, I don't know. But. The point was that this first album, the year that it came out, sold 5,000 copies. Okay. It eventually sold 50,000 copies. But this first year, there were only 5,000 sold. So. Okay. Um, but that was 2010. In January 2011, they put out their second mini album called Evolution. And the single was Before the Dawn, parentheses, BTD. This song was uh, the first time they entered the Music Bank chart. Yes. Um, and it was noted for having a controversial music video um, because it features violence. And so I, this was one of the only music, like regular music videos that I actually watched because it had that note. Mm -hmm. And it is very violent in the sense that it's like a jailbreak. Like Woo, two of like the members Woo are like, and L are like in a fight to the death in a wet parking garage and there's like a guy in a hat and at first they're like fighting each other and then mm -hmm. they like team up to fight against the guy in the hat and they eventually push him out into the sunlight and he turns into smoke mm -hmm. but then when they try to escape into the dawn they're like locked in a place and they're just banging yeah. on the door they're like no it's so I like it every music think, they have so many music videos like this it's truly <laughs> wild they're all like this yeah it was just like very sweaty and dirty and angsty and it made me think of that Christopher Nolan Batman where he's like in the bottom of the yeah, pit yeah in the wet cave pit that he has to climb out of yeah. or whatever yeah that's what it feels like um yeah so 19 plus rating on the music video and entered the music bank chart for the first time. Yeah. Um, um, so this album, this mini album evolution in 2011, it sold 28,000 copies, which is 23,000 more copies oh. than in 2010. So that's, that's why jump. I was noting it is like the album sales get exponential and it was kind of cool to see. Um, so then in March, they put out another single. Mm -hmm. The single was called In Spirit. Which is the name of their fandom. Yeah, and it had three tracks on it, the title track of which was Nothing's Over. Um, 
okay, I lied. There was another app. There was another instance of them being cute and not fighting in the rain. Yeah, yeah. That this one was cute. This one's cute. Um, the music video, there's like, it's kind of, it's a little trippy. They're like in like a toilet paper fort and there's like newspapers and like one of the members is like, uh, and they like push him outside and then there's like a van and they like run away in the van. I don't know. It's interesting, but they're all wearing like shiny jeans is what yeah. I wrote down. They're wearing like pastel colored jeans like shiny would have done at the same time. Absolutely. I, again, didn't watch this music video. I watched a music core performance um, and they were wearing very terrible suits, quote unquote, that were like they were supposed, I guess they were supposed to look like cool guys, school uniforms, but the pants were like, they were cut like sweatpants, but the patterns and fabrics were made to look like slacks. So it was, it was really ugly. It had like a lot of neon yellow and like navy royal blue and like, it was just not cute. Um, but yeah, whatever. I thought the song was fine. It didn't, it didn't blow me away. Yeah. Um, so then in July of 2011, they put out their first full studio album. And it was called Over the Top. And the single was Be Mine. Um. <laughs> Needed a, needed a moment after that one? Yes, because there's skin in this music video for the first time. So people have their chesticles out. Mm -hmm. like yeah. Deep Vs. Um, the, so the music video for this one is like, or there's a performance video that's good. It's like just the dance, but the like regular music video, there's like a girl like cowering in fear and there's just like <laughs> bullets exploding like everywhere and crime scene tape and the members just like, standing as like <laughs> bullets like pew, pew, pew. I don't know what the what the point is but this show got them their first music show win this show this song this what did I say this show say this again. song <laughs> this song got them their first music show win on M Countdown yes they actually got a double crown two consecutive wins um, and the album peaked at number two on the gown chart so they this was like a big hit for them I watched their winning M Countdown performance I didn't watch the music video um, and I really I liked this one like they're kind of back to like the funkier beat because you know the nothing's over and she's back both had like a very different sound sure so this one's like back to being like kind of groovier with that like dated club beat um but even in the performance i wrote mesh and fake tats baby biceps um and this was the only song like i said at the beginning i expected myself to be more familiar like when we did the tiara one i was like oh i know this song yeah and then going through the this was the only title track that you'd ever that you'd i ever heard that i think i'd ever heard it was wow. the only one that as i was listening to it i went oh i know this song because of that part in the chorus da 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 Da, 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 da. Oh. <laughs> yeah yeah um so this was this song like sort of officially put infinite on the map mm -hmm. uh, so in september they put out a repack of this album and the song they promoted it uh, the song that they promoted for that repack was called paradise <laughs> Paradise. 
Also, I like that this song was able to take those same weird fake fluty instruments and rock guitars from Be Mine and like mm-hmm. have a completely different vibe of a song. But those like those seem like repack tracks. Like it it yes. fits to me. I totally agree. It was like a softer groove, but it fit in the same family. I love it when I love it when the repack song, you know, like compliments the original title track, which I think is supposed to be the purpose, but doesn't always, doesn't always go out that way. I loved this song. I watched the, this song came in first on Inkigayo and M Countdown. And I watched the Inkigayo performance. They wear these like pretty, pretty, pretty white suits, but Songyu's hair is so tall. They did this like (laughs) crazy pompadour, like mullet thing. And it's so tall. Um, but yeah, they yeah this music video is also a little, it's way less dramatic than some of the others, but it does have a vibe of drama. But they're all just like sitting in a house and this woman in a white dress just keeps walking past them like you can't <laughs> see them. And then by the second chorus, they're just like standing and she keeps like, like they're like ghosts and there's a lot of smoke, you know, like they're <laughs> sure. just being treated like there's just a lot of smoke, but it's like a very, they clearly like shot it in one day in the same house. Like it's a, it's a smaller scale music video, but it's a good song. And back to this exponential sales thing. This album in 2011 sold 61,000 copies, which is 31,000 more than the previous album. And that's that's truly amazing because one thing I wanted to note before we move on is that all of this happened in 2011. Like yes. one year and they released so much music, uh, four title tracks and went from, you know, their debut album of being like only 5,000 copies to then winning consecutive music shows consistently with each title track. Like they blew up, they blew up real quick. And the, they ended this year of 2011 by having a Japanese debut and they did like Japanese, uh, activities starting from like the end of 2011 all the way to like around mid spring 2012. Um, so also early in 2012, in February, they had their first concert, which was called Second Invasion. I know that. <laughs> I know because it's like a sequel to the, the album, first album. But seeing mm-hmm. that, like, but calling your first concert a second, second is invasion. Um, so they did that at Seoul Olympic Stadium in February. Um, and then in May, they put out their third mini album, which is called Infinitize in capital letters. And the single on that is called The Chaser. <laughs> This song is so good. It's so good. Um, the music video ha- is really wild because it features Elle being in a car accident that lasts the whole music video. The car just keeps spinning and spinning and spinning and spinning, and I don't know how they filmed it, but there's like stuff rattling around in it, and like I don't know. I look. I think they put him in a car and they flipped it over a bunch of times. <laughs> I don't know, but they're also like doing like motorcycle vandalism while at the same time being in this beautiful box music video set that has these gorgeous like chevron patterns in like the prettiest like pinks and blues, and it like doesn't fit with the rest of the like car accident part of the music video. But anyway, 
It's a great song. (laughs) It's a great song. Uh, I watched the M Countdown performance, and this one has, like, a major stage. It's the first one of theirs to have, like, a really big, like, stage setup. Because I guess it's supposed to echo that, like, box set room Mm -hmm. in the music video. But they come out of this, like, insane, like, dodecahedron or double dodec, whatever. Whatever. (laughs) A big geometric 24-sided, like, thing. Um and they have they have like all their baby biceps out with their gloves on, fingerless gloves. This song has very good sexy choreo. There's a part where the, in the chorus where they like slide their hand down their leg, and it's just a lot of hip rolls and body rolls. Um, this was their third EP, and so the. The EP came out on May 15th, and obviously with The Chaser, and they also released a prologue song called Only Tears on May 8th. Um, the Chaser was so good, it won the their first triple crown on yep. M Countdown, which means it went to number one for three consecutive week, weeks on that show, and it was also named by Billboard as the number one K-pop song of the year. Uh, yes, also Billboard put it in their best K-pop songs of the decade list oh, at the end wow. of last year as well. Um, I think that was all Tamar. I know she loves this song, but uh, <laughs> it's still good. It has such a good key change. It really does. Um, yeah, they got seven music trophies, music show trophies all together for this one. Um, and then another album sales comparison. This album in 2012 sold 140,000 copies, which is an wow. additional 47,000 from the previous one. So they're like really exponentially growing at this point. Continuing, continuing to soar. Um, But do you have anything written between May 2012 and March 2013? Because I don't. No, I just went straight into the next album. Okay, I'm going to assume that they were probably doing Just like promoting and stuff. (laughs) Um, So March 21st, 2013, fourth mini album. This one was called New Challenge. And the single is called Man in Love. Um, the styling of this one, I, I'm not claiming plagiarism. It is shiny. It is, but I did, but the reason that I didn't want to claim plagiarism is that this music video came out two weeks after Dreamgirl and Mm. they have really similar sets and really similar costumes, which tells me that like, that's what the cool stylists were like doing at the moment. I don't think it's a rip off because they're so close together. But yeah, they're wearing like those very wild pattern jackets that Mm -hmm. Shiny's wearing in Dreamgirl. The like box set looks kind of similar in the black and white, but the like real life part of the music video is all the boys are like doing things because they're a man in love. So they're like trying to set up a date or like buy a toy is trying to buy shoes mm-hmm. like for the girl by our present. Or like one of them is trying to concentrate in class, but all he sees on the chalkboard is the word love <laughs> or whatever. Um, no. Yeah. I wasn't saying that it looked like shiny to okay. be, to be sure. Yeah. I'm not anyway. It was just a comparison. <laughs> I immediately saw cause I watched their music core performance um, because this song won seven music show trophies. Yep. It went to number one on the gown and the Oricon. Um, the, EP itself was the best-selling album of the month. Um, and the music show performance, that the music core performance that I watched, I loved it. I, like, wrote a little heart next to it because they were wearing pretty suits, very shiny, cute, cute, cutie pies is what I wrote down. Yeah. And the choreo goes Ugh, way harder than it needs so, to. And they're, like, up on their toes. It's they're so such good, good dancers. Yeah, it's so good. Like, this... It's a good one. This is like softer and and cutesier, honestly. Like as 
we keep saying that they're not going to continue to do cutesy things. But I guess like, just do. kidding. This one more cutesy thing. I think thing. it's that the rainy violence is so, it sticks it's overpowering. so hard. I forget that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I guess they do do cute things. Yeah. Um, but that music core performance you watched is like a piece of history because that was the first week that music core had introduced new rules oh. for how people won. Like they had changed up their format. I'm sure we talked about it in the episode where we dived into music shows, but it's been years, so. guys. I forget. <laughs> um, but, and, Infinite, when they won that week, they were the first people to, like, win under the new oh. music core rules. Well, so. they deserved it. That performance is really good. I recommend it. Yeah, this album went to number one immediately. Mm-hmm. So this was, like, their first, like, true, like, Infinite yeah. is popular. In in Korea <laughs> and in Japan. It also went to number oh, one wow. in Japan. Yeah. So, we yeah, we've been skipping over it because we do. But it seemed to me that they have a significant presence in Japan as well. Definitely. Um, we'll only make small notes of that, but yes, because we don't have time. it exists. So July 16th, 2013, they put out their second single. Uh, the single was called Destiny and the song that came off of it was also called Destiny. Um, so this one, this music video has like a bit of a like um, bit of business surrounding it in that like they filmed it at Universal Studios on the back, like the city back lot, um, which was that a big sense. deal because it was like they were the first K-pop group to get to record at Universal Studios. And the mm. press was release was like, this is where they filmed tra- Fast and the Furious like they were. You know, it was like an angle to be like, look, Infinite gets to go to Hollywood and record their music videos in Hollywood. But when the music video came out, it said Destiny version B. And everybody was like, where's version A? And then the company eventually, like a month later, was like, in version A, they're standing in a wrecked plane because there's like a wrecked plane at uh, Universal. It's from the that Tom Cruise War of the Worlds. There's like a crashed plane that's like always smoking. That's like at. It's a set. So they, like, were filming in that, but there had been an, a bad Asiana Airlines oh. crash. So out of respect, they did not want to put out the crashed plane version. Fair. But that version is on YouTube now. Mm. I don't know when, if it was leaked or, like, what. But you can watch it now. It's barely different from the other one other than a few of the plane wreck scenes. But, yeah, they're just, like, in – they do, like – they drive through, like, Coachella Valley with the, like, yeah. wind farmed guys. And then they're in the big fake city – that's like at the universal lot dancing yeah. hard so hard i absolutely love so before i before i gush about the song <laughs> um this like we said is it was their second single there were four tracks off of the little the little the mini whatever it went to number one on the gown and uh on the weekly and the month and it won them four music show trophies um and this music video i actually watched the music video of this and there was just like drama and the outfits are crazy there's like fringe oh the fringe songu's wearing a corset like (laughs) a leather corset there are studs and jewelry and i wrote that the hottest in me could not not love it right because it was just so good but that first time that they say you're my destiny i as i was watching it i just went hell yeah like (laughs) it was so good and they like drop on the floor the choreography for this is so good it's so good their choreography is very good. Yeah, I, was, very I, good. I slept on We slept on them. Yeah, for sure. Because I literally wrote yes, yes, a million times. Yes. <laughs> so, and two hearts next to it. Aw. 
Um, so in August of 2013, they did their first world tour, mm-hmm. which it was, was 22, sorry, 22 shows. Yes. I was just going to say it was called One Great Step. One Great Step. 22 mm-hmm. shows. They did, went to North America. I think they went to Dubai. And they went to Europe and, of course, around Asia as well. Uh, and then in January 2014, they had a reality show called This Is Infinite. Mm-hmm. It was on Imnet. And then in April, they put out a compilation album of their previous albums called The Origin, and it included an instrumental version of Before the Dawn. And that's all mm. I could find about that album. Like, it oh, seems the only me. thing I read about it was that it was an instrumental album. Like, I think, was it? It's a compilation, it a compilation album. It's a compilation album, mm. and then it has an instrumental version of Before the Dawn on it. But I don't know. I could, it's not on Spotify, so I, like, couldn't find it. Maybe it is instrumental, and that's why I couldn't find it. Anyway, it was there. Uh, but then in May 2014, right after that, they released their second full studio album called Season 2. And the single was Last Romeo. Yeah, so in this music video, they're wearing like leather versions of street clothes like shorts and hats but like everything is leather and then they're also wearing these like white like princely suits like on a set where there's like a castle buried in the sand yeah with like lacy shirts yes and frills and stuff and but then, then they're also there's a scene where they're in the library and it frustrated I actually watched the music <laughs> video of this and it frustrated me I was like this is so stupid because it's supposed to be dramatic and like it's Hoya that's in the library right uh, I think it's Wuyun actually. Okay. Um, and so he's on one aisle and there's like a woman in a white dress in another aisle, but she's like two aisles over from him. There's like one aisle yes. in between them. And they're like reaching their hands through the bookcase, like toward each other. And they can't reach, like, obviously, because there's a whole fucking aisle in between them. <laughs> and then uh, whoever the infinite is, like gets so frustrated is like, oh, and like falls down on the floor, like distressed <laughs> that he can't reach across the aisle. And I'm like, just leave, leave the, the aisle and go. Up- like, just you're in the same. This is this is not a problem. <laughs> But uh, I did really like it. It was, like, very dramatic. Um, I like the big—I wrote great choreo as always. This wasn't one of my, like, favorite of the Infinite title tracks, but I I thought it, like, stayed true to their—to, like, the vibe that they'd been bringing so far. Um, It peaked at number one on the gown chart, and it went to number seven on the U.S. world— the U.S. World Albums for the Billboard charts. And on, I wrote that on September 11th, it was the first, it was their first Billboard number one because they got on the Emerging Artists chart and they're the first Korean act to do so. Wow, Making there you go, history. Infinite. Yeah. Back in 2014. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I like this song and I wrote that it's a great dance practice to watch because there's just like mm. a very wild, there's just some very wild moves in the chorus. I'm like, Hoya goes so hard. yeah. And he has guns out in that Mm -hmm. dance practice. Yeah. For real. For real, for real. Um, So in July of 2014, they repacked season two, and it was called Be Back, and the single was just called Back. (laughs) 
lot to say about this one. <laughs> okay. Um, so first of all, like another, like sorry to bring up another, like this reminding me of another group, but this is the song that when it starts, like just the piano version, I always think it's the 2 p.m. song, I'll Be Back. Mm. I'll be back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. It like sort of sounds similar. Mm -hmm. So that's what I always think it is when it comes on. Um, in the performance video of this, they all have like crazy things like shaved in the side of their heads and they're like, Hair is very, very yes. tall, and they're wearing like wacky blue, like vesty, these kooky outfits. In the performance version, yeah, yeah, that's what I watched for it. Um, that yeah, they have like weird. They're like Hunger Games outfits. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? yeah. Like, like weird, weird silhouettes and like no clear fasteners. And you it's know all what I mean? made like out no of like real weirds and buttons. Yeah, and it's all made out of the same like blue patterned material that's kind of odd anyway but the video the music video video the story version I watched it for a while to try I think I figured out what's happening in it so they're like I think they're in Russia based on the like writing on the wall but they're all fighting these like guys in hoodies in this like smoky room and then there's like a girl in a school uniform and she's like tied up and she's like help me and all the infinites are like fighting and then as the music video goes on i think it's revealed that like the girl is sungyu's little sister and mm -hmm. she is dating l oh and they're all trying to save her from these guys and then at the end of the video they all just get like a stick like in slow-mo they get like a stick broken over their back and then they go and they like <laughs> fall down dead. It's like so, so dramatic. And they get bloodier and bloodier as the music video goes on. It's so violent. I was so wow. surprised when I read that such an early music video got them a 19 plus for violence. And then they just kept they just making kept violent going. music videos. Yeah, and the like, I guess... I Fun seems like the wrong word, but I'm going to say it anyway. The fun part about those like super violent music videos is that, first of all, it's like super, like comic book movie level violence and like They're stage like fighting. Fly They're like, like jump. jumping in the air as they punch and like breaking like bat, like boxes over each other. And when that stuff happens, like... I guess, I don't know if we were clear, but, like, the infinite members are not fighting each other. They're, They're fighting, like, the, fighting, like, like the bad guys. <laughs> um, but whenever they, like, either pick up something and, like, break it across another person or get something broken across them, you hear it in the song. Like, it's the yes. only it's the only sound effect from the fighting that, like, fits. I think in the clip there you just played, there's, box. like, a koosh. And, like, and it's not in the track. Like, the performance version of that music video doesn't have any of the sounds. But I just love that they add in... That and they don't add in any of the like uh punching sounds, yeah. just the Broken. furniture breaking. The sticks when they break other yeah. backs at the end, I think <laughs> they make noise too. But uh, this choreography is gorgeous. Oh, it's like, so pretty. It's so beautiful. Sungyu's falsetto in it is incredible, like stunning. The beat is so deliciously dated that I I really liked this one a lot. Yeah. Um Oh, I don't think we said. Um, I have this one going to two on Gown and four on Billboard. Okay. So, Be Back, or Back, was that what that one was called? Well, the uh, repack was called Be, Be back, back, and the song was called 
back. There we go. Um, the only thing I have after this, just like a little note, is that they do in 2015 go on their third Japanese solo tour called Dilemma. Um, and then they come back in to Korea in July. Yes, and July 13th, fifth mini album called Reality. And the single is bad. And we're not going to play it right now. Here's the catch if you've never listened to one of our deep dives. We save the most viewed music video to watch together at the end. So this one is still their most popular video. So we'll hear it in a minute. Um, But it has a very addictive anti-chorus. And it's a very popular music video because I think it might be sexy. I didn't watch the music video. I watched, of course, because we save it. Um, But, and also to clarify... The song is called Bad. Shannon wasn't just saying, the song is bad. The oh, you're song, right. The I'm, song yes. is, ca- is called Bad. Yes. Um, but I, I watched an M Countdown version of it, or an M Countdown performance, and I'm sure the music video is sexy because this choreo, the choreo is very cool at the beginning, and there are so many body rolls. This is when I wrote Hoya's Beefy, um, and I will not tire of their drama. <laughs> Yeah, I can't wait to see what it is because I will just watch the dance practice for this one as well just to get it, just to know. Um, And yeah, this song got six music show wins, Mm -hmm. went to the number six on the gown, and the album was the number 12 best-selling album of 2015. Yeah. Um, And then in December of 2015, they had a season of show. Oh, go ahead. Before that, uh, in July of... (laughs) No problem. After this album came out, they went on their second solo tour, which was called Infinite Effect. Infinite Effect. Mm -hmm. That's a mouthful. Yeah. (laughs) Um, In December 2015, we've talked about this show before. They had their Showtime season, Mm -hmm. Infinite Showtime. I haven't watched it, but if it's like any of the other Showtime seasons, I bet it's great. Yeah. That's a good show. It is. It's just like a fun little reality show that just like follows members around and it's cute. The only one I've seen is Exos. Yeah. Um, And then I have that from basically February to August 2016, they were on Japanese, Korean, and uh, like they were touring. Yeah, because they release a second Japanese album toward the end of 2015, and then they do like different live shows and fan meets and stuff like that. So that took up most of their 2016. And then in September, they put out their sixth mini album uh, called Infinite Only. And the single is called The Eye. Uh, I'll be a, I'll be very truthful and that this music video scared the shit out of me and I did not like it and I had to go like watch something else. Oh really? Instead. Why? What's the music video? I don't know. It's just I can't figure out what's happening, but it's very weird. And at the very beginning, like L is like on the ground and he's like crying and there's like weird sound effects in the song itself. Mm-hmm. Like there's like a like it, people like old timey old timey voices be like, Hi, hey, why'd you take the music off? And like, I don't know, it's it's jarring. But then he like crawls on the ground and he finds like a black paper sack and he like puts it over his own head. And then they're dancing in this smoky arena and they look beautiful. They're wearing like Gorgeous. all black in these incredible Gorgeous. outfits. They look amazing. 
And they just keep cutting back to like L with like puffy eyes and like shaking. And the other members are trying to keep him away from windows or like trying to hold him down in a bed. And like, I don't know what's happening, but it like it it made me scared. Mm, I only watched the <laughs> choreography version of this music video, which was amazing. Yes, it's so good. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love the Maknae's long blonde hair in this. He looks excellent. Their outfits are beautiful. Um, I thought that this had like a very different vibe from most of their title tracks like oh, for I think sure. it still fits in I think it's like a natural progression of their sound but I also think it it is like distinctively different from mm-hmm. the rest of their title tracks in a way that I really liked um I thought the choreography was by far like a highlight of this of this comeback for sure this oh please watch the performance version yeah. of this music video it's so good definitely recommend this one because that was the only positive thing I wrote is everyone looks very hot in the dance version though yeah uh, this show or this <laughs> this song won them three music show trophies um, but it was the last of their discography to feature Hoya because that is the next thing that I have in their timeline yeah so this part was interesting because in March of 2017 uh, a comeback was announced at a fan sign like Mm -hmm. and there was teaser images and it was a whole thing um but then in june it was contract negotiation time and it was leaked to the press that one member of infinite did not renew yeah l was on a press tour later that summer and for a drama or something and people asked him about it like who's leaving and he was like we're still having positive discussions about the contracts yeah but then in august it was officially announced that hoya had not renewed and was leaving willem and leaving infinite Mm -hmm. um and then willem promised that there would be a comeback before the year ended they didn't follow through on that but i thought like i don't know that just seemed like such an interesting immediate response to a member loss is like we're gonna be back we're gonna be back right now like oh yeah no well i read that their their 2017 comeback was postponed because oh i skipped that was, part was I'm sorry. uh injured yes in march sung was injured so it was mm-hmm. that i skipped that part that's why it it was announced and then didn't happen. Yeah, it was announced and then it got postponed because Sungyu got injured and then Hoya left. And so it, they just like pushed it entirely, I think. Um, but yeah, it was interesting. There were seemingly some some mixed emotions. Like, of course, when, it's always difficult mm-hmm. when a member leaves. And at this point, they'd been together for this was like their seventh year together. Um, but Wuhyun and like I read like a couple different articles about how like I think it was Wuhyun who said yeah Dongwu was the one who said that he was with Songyu when they like got the news from Hoya on the phone um he had like told the members him- mm-hmm. himself or whatever and he said that he had just cried for hours on the phone with Hoya and I was like no don't tell me that and then uh Wuhyun went out and was like yeah uh, apparently Hoya changed his number and didn't Songyu told me that Hoya changed his number and didn't tell me we were supposed to get drinks uh my number is the same and i was like oh yikes that's harsh um so i don't really know like the truth of whatever their relationships are we've talked a lot about how you know it's complicated when a member leaves because like the idea is that they're family but they're really a business relationship so it's money waters um 
Yes. But since then, <laughs> Hoya, I will just say like sure. as a little end cap, he signed on with a company called Glorious Entertainment. And he, I think, left because he wanted to be solo. Like, I just mm-hmm. think he he didn't want to be in a group anymore. And he had his solo debut in uh, March of 2018 with an EP called Shower. There you go. Uh, so then in January of 2018, a third studio album did come out. I didn't find out how much, if any, of it was, like, left over from the original intended mm. comeback that never happened. You never know with those oh, things. Yeah. But this album was called Top Seed, and I literally hate that title Me too. so much. Yeah. I hate it. It's very gross. <laughs> um, but the single was called Tell Me. Um, so not only was this like a turning point because now they were a six member group, but I also feel like this is the most modern Western sounding infinite song that there is. Like, because they, you, that use of that vocoded sample of, like, the love, love, love is, like, a modern electronic, t- like, uh, style. And then there's mm-hmm. a trap beat in the in the rap part. And that's just, like, everything previous to this sounded like a, a very distinct kind of K-pop. And I feel like this song, while it still sounds like Infinite because their voices are, like, so distinct, I feel like the song itself, like, when I was watching it, like, the music video is, like, pink and blue neon, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, we're in the present now, like, we've made it, <laughs> we've gotten out of the past. Yeah, I mean, I, I honestly, I like this song a lot, and I honestly thought it seemed like, uh, they, I only watched performances of it, and they perform it in these, like, pretty sweaters and suits, and I thought it felt like a nice, like, smoother, maturity of their original sound like while coming sort of and it was the first thing I mean obviously it was like 2018 but it was the right. first thing that I was like oh this isn't dated yeah um <laughs> that's, what, that's all I was getting at is yeah. like while like I feel like their song there's no I don't even know it doesn't matter fair enough <laughs> you know, I feel like I've been like tripping over my tongue and my brain this whole what's wrong with me today so this song peaked at 15 and the album got to two on a weekly gown chart. Um, but it wasn't like a huge smash. But we, I mean, we talked about 2018. That was a really crazy year in general for like the true, true sheer amount of mm-hmm. K-pop that came out. Um, but then in May of 2018, leader Sungyu was off to the military. Yes. And so in February of 2019, the remaining five members put out a digital single called Clock. Um, so this song, unfortunately, did not even make a blip. It barely charted at 114. It wasn't even in my notes. I it I missed. It was not included in the research I did. Yeah, Oops, but I'm sorry. It's okay. It was just that it was the absolute last thing that they did because then in March 2019, Seongyeol went to the Amer. Seongyeol, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> Because in March, because in <laughs> fuck, <laughs> uh, okay, 
Okay. Wait, okay. Because in March of 2019, Sung Yeol went to the military. April, Dong Woo off to the military. July, Sung Jong off to the military. Um, in October, Woo Hyun off to, off the, to military. the military. Um, but in August of 2019, L wrote a letter on his Instagram explaining that he had left Woolim for new opportunities, but that he is and forever will be a member of Infinite. I wrote shrug in parentheses because, again, people keep saying this. And until I see it happen, I won't, I don't know what to do with people being like, I left my company, but I'm still in my group because, yeah, we'll yeah. see. We haven't, we've seen several different groups say similar things, but we have not seen a group continue to promote with a member who's not in that company. So I am very curious to see what happens with that because he's the only one who hasn't gone to the military right. yet. But he has to before the year ends. He's in he's in his last. Right. He so he definitely choice. will enlist by the end of this year. And like we mentioned uh, early, at the very beginning of this episode, Song Yu is already out of the military. He got out in January of this year, 2020. Um, and so the rest of the boys are going to get out like all around around the same time and L will be in the military when they get out. So I think he probably, regardless of what would happen with his new contract, will miss whatever they do. The first thing they do all together, I would guess. Yeah, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, so that catches us up all the way to the present. Infinite is chilling in the military. Mm-hmm. Good boys. So many of them went way earlier than they had to. Good I know. Boys. We have members in Infinite that are 1993 line, and they all just picked up their stuff and went to the military all in the same year. And then you have fucking XOs <laughs> and, like, goddamn 2 p.m. This really, really... <laughs> ignited my 2 p.m. rage that they that one of their peers like has been so much more responsible about this so unbelievable <laughs> yes exactly because 2 p.m.'s last album gentleman's game which is perfection came out in 2015 and then they had some members who had the audacity to wait until 2019 to go into the army and these boys Put music out until 2018 and then all went to the military at once. That's how you do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So do you, before we watch uh, Bad and finish it up, do you have any like final thoughts or like about your journey with Infinite this weekend? Like learning about Infinite? Um, I am excited to, I'm, I understand why I, didn't get into them because like they were around in our like baby K-pop days. Yes. And so I think that I was just like very comfortable with the like three groups that I knew and loved and like didn't really need to go out and, and look and for search others. for more. Um, and I think probably my love of 2 p.m. had like satiated the niche that Infinite might have given me. Mm. But I will say that I, I now having gone back, I definitely didn't realize like what excellent and like fun, interesting choreography they had. So I'm really looking forward to going back through their discography and like watching all their dance videos and and practices and choreo versions and stuff. Cause I mean, y'all know I love to watch boys dance and they do it very, very well. Absolutely. That was one of my things that I wanted to watch more of and didn't have time. I would love mm -hmm. to like watch more of their dances 
Um, and I'm, I added some of these songs to some playlists. Like, yeah, I'm excited to like know Infinite now so that when they come back, then I can be there for them. And yeah, I don't know. It's now I just want to watch. I've been in a very, I've been talking about this. I've been in a very like living in the past mood lately. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now I feel like I want to try to find some like weird old Running Mans or Star Golden Bells with Infinite on it. Cause like now I can. Like, yeah, that now would there's be fun. another old group Ooh, to go an, back and watch old stuff. Oh, well, an old Running Man. That would be so fun. That would be a good way to learn the rest of their faces. Yeah. Maybe and I'll do that tonight. And yeah. Yeah, it's nice too. I think that we did them now. I'm like glad that we that we gave them their moment um, because since they are all in the military, they're not going to be able to do anything for their 10 year anniversary. And I'm really looking forward to, like you said, like being there for them when they do make their comeback, um, and now having the like background knowledge to like be excited about their eventual comeback um, and to celebrate them, you know, for them. Yeah, since they didn't have a chance. You saw. You suck! Hey! Get in here! Get in here! Come here! Come interrupt. Are Hello. you recording right yeah. now? Yeah! We're I talking just... about Infinite. Oh, hell yeah. I, I was just listening to the 100th episode. Aww. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I immediately thought about, like, how Count and I would not get the same type of heartwarming <laughs> response. And so it was lovely. It was lovely to listen to. Oh, it's lovely to see you again. Any infinite thoughts you'd like to share? I, I don't have any infinite thoughts, but I do have thoughts on the um, the Monster X Who Do You Love remix that you pointed uh-huh. to. Whoa. I, want, <laughs> I wanted that to be way better. Like, I just wanted it to be more because I heard the beat and I was like, this no kid under 17 should be able to listen uh-huh. to this. Yeah. It's super provocative. Uh-huh. I don't know. I wanted more, but that, oh. Yeah. Honestly, that. I agree because I love the new beat in it so much. Me but too. But they take out one of the original verses yeah. and, like, swap it in with this other, like, weird, like, Sean Paul uh-huh. ripoff yeah. of the verse. Tell me a, who you love. Yeah. Talk was, to me, girl. Talk to me, girl. <laughs> da, 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 da. Yeah, that was a bummer. Well, but you. the beat is sick. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. It was nice. It was lovely to see you. That's good Thanks for letting me always interrupt. Always lovely to see of you course. again. Of course. on 100. You're welcome in here. You can always jump in halfway through oh. and just join us. I'm thankful. Of course. <laughs> I apologize. No, no. They're <laughs> like Matt gorley us. I we love We made it. you come in here. Oh, man. Okay. okay. Happy recording. <laughs> All right. Well, with that. Let's finish this up and watch the music video that we avoided. The yes. most popular one. For their song, Bad, which and is from the 2015 EP, Reality. And once again, the song is called Bad. We are not making a judgment call about it. Yeah, we haven't watched the music video. But this one has 44 million views. Um so it's definitely the most popular music video. And I saw a lot in the comments of other music videos of people being like, I only knew them from bad, but this song is good. So mm. I guess this song made, you know, made the rounds, made the rounds. So here we go. Infinite bad. Okay. Running through a dark, empty parking garage. Infinite. They have a very cinematic quality to all of their music oh, videos. Yes. Oh, God. Already already. breaking mirrors. But then this, this stage doesn't fit. Oh, my. Why? 
Sungyu's hands are like bloody. Because he punched a mirror and now he's singing angrily. They're all singing angrily to the mirror that they punched. Oh, blue neon room. <laughs> More mirrors, but they're unbroken this time. Oh, maybe they're just empty frames. Oh, Earth, their lights are swinging. Yeah, we're so we're basically going back and forth between a like very pretty pink and teal and blue house, dirty bathroom, and an evil and, blonde woman who's like looking scary because she's a bad, bad, bad girl. Oh, yeah, I guess she's the bad girl. This evil, scary looking blonde who hasn't shown her face. But then that cartoon box set where they're doing the choreo is like, it's the same color scheme, but it doesn't match the vibe of no, this. It's like, so bright. It's that DigiPetty, P- or is that who did it? Who was responsible for the room? For the rooms? <laughs> I don't remember but now. This is, it looks like that. Yeah, it does. It's like the most brightly haunted, brightly painted haunted house I've ever seen. Oh, there's smoke coming out of everything now. Ooh, is someone going to walk through the smoke out of a mirror? I would like that. Oh, Ew, no, blood. blood. Oh, no, the mirrors are bleeding. Oh, this is too much blood. So creepy infinite. Blood on the plants. Several, like, sleeveless, long tunics being worn. Yeah. These are the outfits that they wore in the performance I watched. That long shirt dress Sungu's wearing. Mm-hmm. I feel like uh, Wu Young has worn something like that. Oh, yeah. But one of them is in these terrible shorts. And it's like when they when they made Schumann... Oh, wear shorts yeah. for Love Me Right. It's just mean. Oh, no. He's definitely going to be facing himself. 100%. See? Look at the shorts. Oh, and the Because he's the high socks. Yeah, it's a mirror. We get your vibe now. <laughs> the, the breakdown of the chorus, though, like that part of the music or of the choreography is so good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Great body rolls. There's so many body rolls in this choreography. It's one of the only things I wrote about it. That and that Hoy, Hoy is beefy, of course. He's even got his guns out in this scary haunted oh, house. the girl, they keep showing the girl for like a half a second and it's very, ah, she has demon eyes and a Ooh. hatchet. It kind of seems like she's a poltergeist haunting this house and keeping them in here. Whoa. Trauma. Such trauma. Wow. I love a high drama group. Yeah. Well, that was their most popular music video. So that was Infinite Bad. And that was Infinite. That was a deep dive into Infinite. We did it. We did it. So for our weekly recommendation, what do you have for us today? I feel like I have more of a general lesson than a recommendation today. Okay. I mean, it is a recommendation, but it's not for a specific thing. So... Uh, we've gotten like a handful of like voicemails and emails lately that all have a very similar theme, which is someone saying like, I'm looking for a new group to get into, or I just started getting into a group and now the group is 
like seeming to fall apart, AKA like a stray kids, a monster X, like mm. a Pentagon. Like I just got into this group and now members are leaving and I don't know what to do. And so lots of people have been asking us like, Oh, what do I do? Who do I stand? What do I do? I'm bored. And my recommendation for all of us or for all of you is to get into an older group. Totally. Because watching this this week was like so fun. And now I like have all this infinite stuff that I want to watch. So I feel like if you just are looking for like content and like to fall for a group and to meet new people and watch new things, then like get into Shiny, get into Infinite, get into 2 p.m. Because you'll have like a whole decade worth of content to watch. And And before you can even catch up. They'll all get out of the military and then you'll be there for them when they're out of the military. And to avoid drama, you already know how how, you already know what happens, (laughs) right? You're not going to be surprised by anything five years, three years in because you have the advantage of retrospect. Yes. Being in the future. Yeah. So I like so that's my recommendation is if you like need a new group to get into, like, Go look for a second gen group that appeals to you because, like, they're all good. And, like, yeah, there's content out there. And I just think I just think it would be a good way to spend your time. Yeah. I, I, I second. I second it. I concur. Um, and to be more specific for a recommendation, all of Infinite's choreography practices, dance practices, choreography versions are incredible. I do specifically recommend that you check out the um, the choreography for Destiny and also for Back. Those are the two. Yes. Great. Destiny and Back. That choreography stunned me. Oh, great. Love it. So that was a deep dive into Infinite, and it was fun. And if you want to tell us how you felt about it, (laughs) or if you have any (laughs) Infinite thoughts or whatever, we can be reached all over the internet on social media. We are at Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Emails can be sent to amakpoppod at gmail.com. Our phone number is 181-AMA-K-POP-5. 181-AMA-K-POP-5. Um... And by the way, I like asked the international listeners who have been calling. They're just paying to call. <laughs> well, you just have to put like the plus yeah, one just country one. code ahead of it, and then like whatever your phone plan is, it'll it, charge it'll you whatever. charge you accordingly, just like any other call you make. Yeah. Um, we also have a Spotify account. AMA Kpop is a user that has playlists for every that correspond with most of our episodes. We so there make will one be, for this one. yeah, of course there will be one, uh, for this episode. We'll just basically what I do when I make the playlist is I just go chronologically through the episode and play like, you know, order it in that way. So it will be a chronological, um, playlist of infinite's discography. And there's a whole bunch of other stuff on there. Yeah, there's so much on there and those are all the places. And just like a sincere thank you. Cause like, I don't want to bring it up in every episode because I could, because y'all could never stop. But sincerely, thank you for every response to the 100th episode. You guys are really great. Mm -hmm. We still mean everything we said in that episode. Like, I could get sappy about y'all every time, but I don't want to. We got to have some fun here. This is Infinite's time. It's not yours. You had your episode last time. This is Infinite's episode. True. By yours, I meant 
the listeners. Yeah. I just um, wanted to say that because we got like so many more voicemails. Like, yeah. It was really heartwarming. Equally sappy voicemails like about the other episode. So anyway, I just wanted to call it out. Y'all are the best. Um, and yeah, we'll be back next week with something fun. Yeah? Yes. Okay. Bye-bye. Jonghyun, you're our inspiration. Bye.